0: What's up, thoughties?
1: It's your last two fucking brain cells here. Wait, what? You heard me. me. Inner inner thoughts.
0: thoughts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's up, motherfuckers? There it is. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) After a whole week of us leaving you guys. Hello, hello, hello. We're back. Hello, 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 hello. A little Joe hello. moment.
0: What the fuck is up? What the what's fuck going on? on? Ah.
1: Actually, I know exactly what's going on with you. Because even though we've been hiatus from the podcast for a week, we've been very involved with each other's lives, I feel like, in that meantime.
0: <laughs> we've been with each other a decent amount, that's for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, so sorry about last week. Actually, I'm not. Life got busy and... <laughs> (laughs) We're out here getting the bag. So (laughs) until this pays our bag fatter, you know, business calls, baby.
1: Exactly. Actually, you know what? As of right now, with all of our mini episodes in between our official ones, we are 10 episodes in. So congratulations on being 10 episodes in. So exciting. Um, And we wanted to keep that streak going, but that's okay. Life happens, and we did thoroughly just need to like have a week off but we're
0: back um yeah both of sam and i's lives got insanely busy at the same time doing our own things and doing things together so with that being said What's been going on, girl? What's going on? What the fuck <sighs> have you been up to these last two weeks? I Honestly, feel like we haven't potted in forever. I
1: know. Honestly, whenever somebody asks me, what's going on? My brain will always go blank. You know what I do whenever someone's like, what's going on with you? I literally just showed them my camera roll, and I literally just slide through the photos. Okay. And I'm like this. I take pictures of everything. I'm like a documenter, naturally. Um, I have the very first time ever, I know, shockingly, gotten drunk. Drag. Full drag. I love to throw on a wig, put put together a look from the waist up for for a gram moment. But I was put on a project recently that I needed to get in full drag for. So I hit up my two go-to drag girls that have been on drag race and they know exactly what needs to be done with me. So they literally had to make me look like a legit drag queen for this. And I will be able to talk about what the product was by the time it'll be out soon. But drag. hurts (laughs) literally blood blisters all over my body I got three layers of butt pads layered on up I have like eight layers of tights just to like make it all look smooth drag is just like a really really intense sport really So I did that. This past weekend was really relaxing too. My boyfriend came and spent the last two nights with me. We had a whole content day yesterday and we went to theaters. I saw a movie I've been wanting to see for a while called Everything Everywhere All at Once. It is the trippiest movie I've ever seen. Um, But very deep too. Um, So that was good. And, yeah, my life, I've just been living in the moment. <laughs> Anyways, what's go on with
0: you? Um, uh, what is going on with me? Literally, I feel like I've just been working, 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 yep. working. And when I'm not working, I'm working somehow, like mm-hmm. getting ready for something or, or doing, doing this. Podcast, or, yeah. um, Like this weekend, I finally had time off and my parents left town and I had to go watch their house and the dogs. So, I mean, that was easy and fun. But yeah, I've just been doing a lot of um, music videos lately. I did a commercial. I was doing a bunch of magazine shoots. I've just been doing it all, to be honest. Makeup artists. Yeah, it's crazy because things were like kind of dead for a minute and then it all just picked up at once. And oh, I worked at Pride uh, um, which
1: i was supposed to be there <laughs>
0: yeah sam and i so funny story i worked at this tiktok pride event and like the week before i got a dm and it was someone asking like oh can you work pride for we're, we're with tiktok we're throwing in i was like yeah. yeah and they're like so by the way before you actually get the job you have to do these 11 looks record them, time them, take pictures, document how long it takes and like send all of that in. It was funny because like I hate doing makeup on myself, but it was asking to do it on yourself, the looks on yourself or on someone else. And so it was like TikTok filters that we were creating into makeup looks on people. So I was going to ask Sam to do it and literally I'm like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And he's like, oh, actually, like my management got me this gig, blah, 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 blah. Like I have to do these looks for TikTok. <laughs> You're like, wait. I need to- <laughs> <laughs> we ended up like getting asked to do the same job for like different avenues which was just like fucking hilarious because what if we just didn't know that we just showed up?
1: But no, I as well had to go through the process of doing literally 11 different Pride makeup looks from TikTok filters. Anyways, I didn't end up doing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Sam bailed for a cool opportunity. But yeah, and it was funny too because like, Our other friend who does makeup, she was going to do it as well. And so we did the looks on each other, which in hindsight, it would have gone so much faster if I just did it on myself, but I pretty much refused to do makeup like that on myself. Um, So yeah, it would be like, I did a look, then she did the look, and then I did the look, and then she did the look. So it took double as long. But yeah, yeah, um, I worked Pride, and that was actually my first Pride I've ever been to. And it was so much fun. Although I barely got to experience it, I was working for like over 10 hours with uh, TikTok, and then I got off at nighttime. And like right when I got off, Christina Aguilera came on, so I went and saw a couple songs, and I was literally just exhausted because I was out in the sun. Did you see her
1: dildo? Yeah. You you you, saw, you were in person for that part. Yeah. I saw uh, that. What were your thoughts? On I that? wish I, I I just saw snippets on TikTok. and it like watched like full performances. Uh-huh. But from what I saw, oh looked. Like, everything. Very Pride LA.
0: I honestly, I was like, damn, Christina, you're snatched. Her aesthetic was great. Um, yeah, the dildo was, like, a little aggressive, but it oh, was fucking Pride, so fully like, go off, sis. Like, yeah, full erection and all. But yeah, so that was that. And then I needed an assistant on a couple jobs, and Sam actually helped assist me on a couple jobs. And... Yeah, I think that like a lot of this podcast is us kind of like giving you our updates, but we never fully go into detail about like what we do and like what's going on behind the scenes. So today we kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit more because um, that's why we didn't have an episode this week. And you guys can kind of like fully understand what it's like on our side of the brush. That was so corny. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) no, it's perfect. So for being an influencer, a beauty influencer from home, like walk us through pretty much like what your average day looks like, what your jobs that you're booking, like yeah. what is paying you, yeah. and then what are like the cool perks that come with it.
1: I've been doing this for about 4 years now. Every single year is different you know, every single month, every single day is different. Usually, at a standard day, what I'm doing is content creating that day. I try to wake up at a good time. The whole routine thing in the morning is always, like, lined up the way I want it to be, but I usually have the day before. I'll quickly just go into my notes. Day of, I'm gonna jot down, I'm gonna write down, I need to film this video, I need to finish editing this video, I need to get in contact with this brand to make sure that every single thing that I edited for the last time, I changed things, is all good to go. What he means
0: by that too is like so brands will hit him up and offer him money in order to make videos and content like shouting them or like a new product out so when he has to do that they give him a list of things he has to pretty much cover in order right. to get
1: paid for the most part I am still completely self-managed too um, but I did have the opportunity in 2020 to be put on the Sephora squad and there's a quick summary of that is they each year they have like a group of influencers like 40 to 70 influencers all get put on the squad and they are they have a year-long contract 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 with X amount of money that you're going to get that year and they distribute that money into different rates. So that way your feed posts are worth this amount of money. Uh, Some campaigns will be one feed post and that'll be it. The next campaign will be two feed posts, two story posts. I just did that one today actually. If a creator is big on YouTube, of course there'll be YouTube deliverables. So it's different per creator. But for me, yeah, I just have my My DMs and emails open um, and brands. Personally reach out to me and they'll um, ask me what my rates are for videos or photos or stories. There's, de- there's very specific things that brands will ask for that definitely determine how much like a rate will go. Every single influencer is different whenever it comes to rates too. So yeah, it's interesting because there's not really one correct way to go about it. There's not one master person to go to and ask. And, you know, it's a new is, industry it's too. It's literally like, a brand new industry. This wasn't even a
0: job. 10 years ago
1: I love Instagram you know there's ups and downs with it you know you want to go on Instagram just to scroll and be mindless and like goes off and go to bed but you know every time i open up the instagram app it's immediately work for me it's immediately like analyzing what content is being posted and like okay that's popping off right now and in my mind already goes into like this cycle of like all right so make sure you throw on your to-do list like to do it to do a trend or a transition like this or review this product or to use this trending audio there's so many different factors in like just getting exposure from a certain piece of content so Juggling just content that's going to be true to your following and what people truly want from you, your audience, you know, mixing that with, you know, content that you want to go viral, big transitions, things are very eye-catching, you know, quick, to the point, and then also mixing that with content that is going to be, you know, what brands want to see, brands want to see, you know, up close and personal product packaging details, you know, you kind of have to cycle through different types of content. To be able to show, I have this type of content. If you want to purchase a reel, or I have this type of content, which is more, you know, more natural and to the point than the last piece, you know. It's it's a lot of fun, but it is a one-man show for me, so it can be very overwhelming at times for sure. There's a lot of perks too, you know? There will be times where that a lot of influencers will get brought in to speak at public panels, you know? They have audiences that want to hear from them. There is a lot of brand events that these makeup brands and also lifestyle clothing brands, um, boutiques will have and invite influencers, and that's a, a great way to market yourself and meet people who are also in the same industry as you. Get connected, follow each other, you know, and ask questions every single time that you're out. And, you know, the only reason why I am where I am now is because I did ask questions. I went to what I thought were the professionals in in the space at the time and slide into those DMs, ask them the questions that you might think are stupid to ask, but, you know... The only way you're going to find out is by getting the answer somehow. I definitely just asked a lot of fucking questions whenever I first started. <laughs> That's kind of where I got myself now, for sure. So
0: based off of that, if someone listening right now is aspiring to be the next Samuel Ray. <laughs> 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 no, if they want to, you know, go to into do influencing what I or yeah, it was maybe even specifically beauty influencing. If you could talk to yourself. Oh right when you started and you were DMing people those questions, like what advice would you give yourself?
1: Stop posting. Just sit there and update the likes, update the comments, post quality content that you truly love and enjoy. And... You know, if you're scrolling on Instagram, what are the pieces of content that you are gravitated towards? What are the things that speak to you? Is I am a makeup influencer? The next person's a tech influencer. What speaks to you? What interests you? If you want to do this years down the road, you don't want to get bored of it. So definitely kind of pick a genre to start with. Because if you're just if your genre is yourself and you wanna just pop off as yourself, you'll get there, don't worry but you have to speak to the algorithm in a certain way. So you definitely want to pick something that's going to like kind of propel you and makeup was definitely what, what propelled me. So I definitely would say, you know, post content that you, that you truly love to create and that you resonate with. And, Yeah, once you start getting brand deals along the way, you're going to start making content that isn't as personal to you. But that's kind of the thing is that you are able to say yes to opportunities, no to opportunities. You have full control over your entire like aesthetic and career content that you truly enjoy is going to be content that your audience is going to truly enjoy. I love that. Yeah. That kind of goes with you too is like don't don't work on shit that you don't want to work on because you're just going to bring in more shit that you don't like to work on, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that like I think that I've gotten myself to that point now. And honestly, like I turned down a lot of money, but I can't say when I started off I was like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think that you can be like that when you start off doing what I do.
1: That's true. Um, you just want to get your name out there. And you-
0: right. Well, you just have to make money. Like, if you want to do makeup full-time as a living, that's great. But, like, you need people who are going to hire you and pay you to do that. Exactly. And it's not always easy, like, just starting out. So you kind of have to take any and every opportunity until you build up. And, like, as far as it goes for me um, – I kind of just, like, decided I was going to do makeup after I was doing a few other things. So I was never, like, a huge makeup enthusiast before. Um, I've always been, like, an artist. But, yeah, when I got into it, I was kind of just like, I want to learn everything um, because it was something new and exciting. And it's art. I don't know if any of you guys are artists. But, like... in a way, makeup's kind of like that as well because you could do special effects. You could do just, like, natural makeup. You could do wedding makeup or, like... Editorial. You can do all editorial. It. Like, it's all completely different, like, forms of it. I guess it would be in relating it to, like... A specific form of art if you're talking about drawing it's like the difference of drawing with a pen versus pastels versus um, markers versus you know what I mean pencil like it's all going to be different how you draw so um, that's kind of how it is with the different genres of makeup and um, through a lot of just like grinding and doing it I've figured out what I've loved um, but actually always going into it I, I always wanted to I knew I wanted to work in like the production side of it and so now that's kind of mainly what I do and um, yeah I'll get into kind of like what my day to day is like um, so yeah like Sam's every single day is different. Um, I actually would go to say that he might have a little more consistency because it's kind of like the same outline. Yeah. Um, for me, literally every single day is beyond different. Like even this last week, I did two music videos with different artists, the TikTok pride event, a personal client and a commercial. So that's yeah. literally just all over the place. Um, but yeah, my job is very strenuous, I would say. Um, it's a lot of like, you have to carry all of your stuff. I have my kit, which I would say is probably around like 90 pounds.
1: I was just going to say like, talk about your kit and bringing that shit upstairs. Yeah.
0: My kit's probably like around 90 pounds. Um, I have to bring a light. Um, and then I bring a separate bag that like has my brushes and et cetera in it. And then, um, if I some, a lot of times I have to bring a chair too. So, I mean, that's like around a hundred pounds of stuff I'm lugging around. And you have to bring that everywhere. If there's no elevator and you're working upstairs, you're fucked. Every single time a nice, strong man asks if I need assistance, you bet your bottom dollar I say yes. Every single time I can fucking get it. Like anytime I can get out of carrying that kit, I do. I would say a lot of the productions that I work on, like an average day is around 12 hours. That's pretty standard. And the longest I've been on set before is 20 hours consecutively. Yeah,
1: yeah that call sheet is never accurate. Yeah, it's never <laughs> yeah.
0: accurate. And then a lot of them they can't do in one day. So it'll be multiple day productions um, for their bigger things like music videos and commercials. They're the longest I've ever worked, was it was a three day shoot with Champion. And Sweetie was in it. And it was like a bunch of college athletes. And I worked 50 hours in three days. Ooh. And they were back to back. So, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of just like running around um, on set is super hectic. And oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've gotten to a point where on majority of the sets that I work on now, I'm considered the key makeup artist. Being a key makeup artist basically entails that like I'm – if you were going to put it in like standpoint of like a normal job, I'm like the manager. And so a lot of these big productions, it's a lot of models or actors, dancers, whatever it may be. And I need to call in backup. So I assemble a team and those are my assistants, which I say very loosely because they're doing pretty much just as much work as I am. Um, I mean, I probably do take on a little bit more and on some jobs a lot more work, but for the most part, like they're doing makeup with me and um, being in the key position means that like I've been in contact with production. I know. Um, Like the references of what we're supposed to do. I kind of like sit there with my team. I tell them what the rundown is, what the vibe is for each model, and then I'll send them off to do their people. And as soon as they're done, they come to me with the look. They ask me for approval. I tell them if it's approved or not. And if I approve it at that point, usually we will get a hold of production, and then that will go for final approval. And you gotta like, create whatever.
1: like whole mood board sometimes, right? Like last minute, like before a shoot, sometimes you gotta like put together like a whole slideshow, yeah, of like a bunch of neutral glam examples, you you know, heavy glam examples, right. men's grooming examples. Like you have, have You just to- have to
0: know looks because I can go in one day and do like very natural makeup, and the next day they want like drag inspired makeup, and yeah. so it's like. That's why I'm so grateful for in the beginning me saying yes to every opportunity because I was put in a position that I could learn everything. And I would say like the only thing I actually don't really like, I would say, is probably special effects. Other than that, like makeup styles, I fuck with pretty much all of them. Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable
1: with doing all of them. Yeah. So
0: luckily this week, Sam came on and he helped me on a music video shoot. And then on a commercial shoot. So, yeah, you definitely. are both really fun days.
1: Even as the assistant, too, it's like, you know, a lot of times the assistants get brought on because there's one makeup artist that's the key. And it's up to her to curate the team, you know, for the glam. And all she knows is there's, you know, six girls and six guys that need makeup done. And then in a three hour time span, that's physically not possible for her to do. So that's whenever she needs to, like, outreach and, like, find assistance. Whenever I, I am brought on, it's like, and obviously, I've been proud of other productions. I kind of the only person I work for whenever never no, comes to on no, set. No, no, no. Um, Sam
0: has brought me on as his assistant. I have it's, actually, it's yeah. Great, videos. It's great bringing people on that you've worked with and um, know how they work in these situations in the past because I would say this is a lot, it's a very different environment than just going and doing someone's makeup. Like, oh, yeah. you are being put in a high stress Um, limited time situation. And you need to be able to critical think, problem solve, perform under pressure, and perform well.
1: You know, there's 50 people running around you, too. So there's not just you there. You know, there's a film crew. And there's a hair crew. And there's, you know, the freaking directors in between everyone. And there's people rearranging sets half the time. There's hundreds of people on set. Yeah, like it's not – it's everyone is pulling their hair out along with you, too. And a lot of people are very, like, on edge on set, too, I feel like. So the energy can be very, like –
0: And some people, some people just aren't meant to be put in those situations and they don't perform well. And so it's very risky going in, especially being like the key makeup artist, because at the end end of the day, my name is on the line. Like Sam might be assisting me and doing someone's full makeup. But like if we send the photo off to production and it's garbage, like they don't care. They know it's me and I approved it. So like it is a lot of pressure on the key. Um, to be able to have a team that they can trust and that they know can perform. So um, I love having Sam work with me because he's very good in those situations and just handles it.
1: I try. I try. Yeah, like I said, like you have sometimes we had a 3.30 a.m. call time. That was downtown L.A. We had to wake our asses up for I'm not sure time you woke up. But I woke up at 2.45 after two hours of sleep. And I was like, all right. I'm about to have an 18-hour day, and I did. <laughs> yeah. I did, but uh, the overtime was great, though, girl. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, the
0: overtime is great.
1: <laughs> yeah, when a- you're
0: like <sighs> suffering and delusional, you literally just like have to think about the overtime. Yeah. But I explain it to like working on set is literally like doing a workout class. People who are just makeup artists that do personal what? clients or Game weddings or whatever, right? Yeah, like those people are like people who work out on their own. I am like a class workout. You're with all of these people and like you're all suffering together. Yeah. And like there's something super fun in the fact of like you're all miserable in a way because c- when it comes hour 18 and you're literally delusional, you get like these weird phases of like laughing. You catch a case of the fuck and like there's just so many things but you still have to be mentally on it. But yeah. everyone is just like, what the fuck and it's so fun because in the end when you see the whole project and how it comes out it's so worth it that's the best thing ever is just being there is like it's such teamwork it's such teamwork yeah when we're
1: like on those shoots if someone is like i really want to work on set music videos where where do i start i just moved to la what's going on
0: All right. First of all, I would say, are you sure? (laughs) Because do you know what you're getting yourself fucking into?
1: Yeah. Do you like your knees? (laughs) Do you want to stand for 20 hours? Do you like your body?
0: (laughs) Uh, I would say it is not easy. And I have like worked my... Ass off to get myself into this position. When I first came out here, I took any and every single opportunity. So, I think saying
1: yes to everything is really important.
0: Yeah. Especially when you're first starting out. You're meeting people like
1: free shit. You you, know. Yeah,
0: you have, you put in a lot of free hours. Just get ready to hustle. Like Sam was saying, I don't have a boss. I am my own boss. So like every day is different and it's hard to keep that discipline. But in the beginning, especially, you need to fucking hustle. Know how to do everything and make as many connections as you can. And just know it's long hours. It's intense work. Like, there's no oh, calling yeah. out sick. There's none of that. Like, you just need to be really dedicated and, like, down for whatever. You can't say no. You need to somehow make that impossible possible. Yeah. And you need to fucking figure it out.
1: Yeah. Especially when there's, like, 20 people that need to done in an hour. Like, like, they
0: don't give a fuck what your answer your <coughs> excuses they just know they what they just need know it needs to be done yeah yeah just buckle up cuz it's a fucking long and wild ride yeah it's a lot of fun though a lot of fun <laughs> it
1: is <laughs> it is a lot of work but it's it's a it's it's work that's going to pay off especially if this is what you want to do it's with anything it's you know?
0: so rewarding to see All of these things come to light, especially now that I work on music videos and commercials. Like, growing up, we all watch TV. We see commercials. Every single day, you see ads on your phone. If you go to YouTube, like, you see commercials. And to see it on the other end and everything that goes in behind it to (sighs) then going and your parents being like, look, this is your commercial. I saw it on TV. That feeling... Is just like it's so incredible. rewarding and to look on the TV and to see it like campaigns that I've worked on and to just be walking in the mall yeah. randomly anywhere in the US and walk into a store and to see the makeup that I did. It's so rewarding and it's so cool to like see how far I've come and like these were things that I used to dream about and now it's a reality and you know, it's it's so it makes every single blood, sweat and tears yeah. really
1: worth it. I love that. I think it's crazy how it's like, you know, it's a two and a half minute video that you watch on, on YouTube, a music video, these commercials are 30 seconds and you skip <laughs> the ad and it's literally like us 20 hour days behind the scenes, like crying. It's like, no, there's literally so much that goes down behind a quick little like advertisement. It's, it's, it's insane to, to see it like from, from, from behind the yeah.
0: What do you feel like the most rewarding feeling of like being an influencer is? Uh, that chat girl,
1: <laughs> no, there's a lot more that goes to it. With me too, it's that like, you don't have a boss, you are your own boss, and it's up to you to say yes to an opportunity, and then fulfill what needs to be fulfilled, you know? It's like, okay, we got you as the influencer to create this this whole video, what kind of mood they want, you know, what kind of look they want. You have to like meet other people's expectations, you know, and it, it's, it can be a lot of pressure, but I would say the most rewarding thing for me is is either if I'm working with a brand or if it's just my own personal content. Once you finally post it, and you kind of just like scroll and see your feed, all come together. Like it's almost like your portfolio of like all like the hard work that you yeah. that you've done. No, I, I think it's well, very and much those the same.
0: those looks take a long time too. Yeah,
1: I mean, it depends on like what, what which ones of certain course. certain ones. Yeah, certain ones. Oh time. yeah, the like body painting ones and stuff, and like you know, turn myself into avatar. That's like a really f- really pretty and really fun, right? But you know, it's five hours and me crying in the mirror and trying to get like little TikTok takes in between and stuff and And probably like
0: hating it so at so many points wanting to give up no
1: nothing's worse than like doing a makeup and hating it and then just trust the process you know that's very commonly said but a lot of times that process is not looking too promising. <laughs> okay. And you got to really trust the process because I, I hate my makeup half the time until the lashes on or until the final look. The, the literally look is the ours.
0: last second.
1: It all comes together for the most part. <laughs> and then sometimes. Your makeup just looks like shit, and you—it's a whole piece of content that's wasted, and you can't even. Yeah. Post it. But there's more content I don't post and do post. Wow. Actually. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, my, it's overwhelming.
0: Um. <laughs> okay, on. so just to bring this to an end, what are your most recent projects that you've worked on that have been like your most exciting?
1: recently well I would say one is coming out in a month but like you said like you watch like a lot of music videos growing up and stuff and like being able to see it and say that I've I've worked on things like that is like so rewarding so I think that being able to say that as an influencer and working with brands is kind of the same thing. Like I fell yeah. in love with makeup, and I'm I literally right before Ken and I filmed I filmed this podcast. I worked with Urban Decay for like probably like the seventh time ever, and it's so like normal for me now. But like five years ago, Urban Decay like,
0: used to be like the OG of the Naked Palette. You asked me today, have I ever used Naked, naked Palette? palette? like the one makeup uh, palette I had in naked high school. P- Really? So I'd
1: say be able to work with makeup brands like Urban Decay. Tar- I worked with ColourPop for a full year. I think there's a lot of times where I'm like, alright, well, this is another thing I gotta like take care of and film tomorrow. But, you know, it's with brands that I was gushing over at one point in Sephora, you know, like walking around and like falling in love with makeup and... It's crazy to, to be able to work with Sephora firsthand. Um, um what, are, what are your top five?
0: Well, yeah, we just did the commercial. Can you, um, t- can you even talk about I think, it? Right I now? think we can just say who it is. Yeah, we did a commercial with Applebee's. That was really cool. Yeah. And then two days later, I did a Doja Cat and Post Malone music video for the song I Like You. What is it? Their new song. I, don't know. I actually haven't heard it yet. Oh, you haven't? It's like i like you i do um so yeah working that pride was a pretty cool event it was like very strenuous but like just the fact that i got to work with tiktok and like Go to my first L.A. Pride, like that was really cool. Oh, and then yeah, I did a, a cover shoot for G.Q. Thailand, and I nice. did a Playboy cover shoot. Nice. Recently. Yeah, I don't know if that's five, but that's either like, way. That's you're fucking killing right you over there. Yeah, so th- those have been really cool things that I've done lately. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh my
0: god. <sighs> <laughs> i really hated that one i don't know why just like how you said it and looked at me like that specific oh my type. god yeah.
1: hooking up i don't do that very often anymore okay. being in a relationship makes things a lot more quieter in the hookup department
0: yeah what is the prep that needs to be done in order to hook up <laughs> oh god. and like when you first hook up with someone versus like when you're into it like is it different
1: um, yes, it is. Um, if you're seeing the same person uh, for you know months, years and you're very used to each other, I like that the, the prep is a lot less. Strenuous to be honest <laughs> for the gays, you gotta clean yourself out. There's tools to use one in doubt, th- douche it out, douche it out. But to be honest, I don't really find myself having problems when I don't do that a lot of the time. Oh, wow. Um, it makes things just like it's like an extra layer of security, just roll and like, the dice there, or what? <laughs> and it's also like just guaranteeing that you're gonna smell great no matter what happens um so i would say for a hookup you're kidding yourself out for a few rounds um how long does that take like less than 10 minutes
0: oh 10 minutes for that many rounds it it like, like for three rounds, ra- for like
1: for good th- three to four rounds, like you want to flush it out until that is clean water. Usually by like the, the second or third time, it's like pretty good to go already. Mm-hmm. For me personally, anyway. And so for a hookup, yeah, it was definitely gonna be more of a process. But for a relationship, I would say, yeah, no, I hardly ever do. Oh
0: really? I know back in the day, you used to like shave your legs all the time, and mm-hmm. like. Shave like is that a thing that you still do or no?
1: I go through phases all the time where I shave my entire body. Recently, for the the whole entire 2022, I had not shaved my legs at all. Oh really? It I didn't is know that. so my body hair is blonde, so it's not like I'm it's like I'm like noticeably hairy as an individual and I don't I grow barely any chest hair yeah I like just to look clean no matter if I'm in a relationship or not but I, I definitely go through phases of like being more masculine being more feminine yeah I i, I prefer to shave pretty much everything if, if my leg hair is like fully grown out I'll still shave my ass now that I'm in a relationship, I really, like... I let it grow out, you know? I yeah. let, I, I don't care at all. Also, okay. who I'm with literally has full-blown chest hair. I love a hairy guy, for yeah. sure. So, whenever I'm with a hairy guy, I know they're not going to mind about me. So, yeah, I'm going to look hairless next to him anyway. So, <laughs> it, it just saves a lot of time. But, no, hookups and relationships prep is definitely different. Especially if you know that the hookup is going to happen. Um, Yeah. <laughs> or if you're just going out, obviously... I just run to the bathroom really fast and just I just wipe myself out. Yeah, you know, you just run some water in your hand, oh. feel <laughs> down. You know, not like it's not that. I don't. We're good. We're good.
0: Right. I would say my <laughs> prep, my prep is a little like, different um, for a hookup. I would definitely say hookup versus relationship. <laughs> Polar ends of the spectrum. Oh there, yeah. Of like actually, spectrum is not the right word. Whatever. Polar ends of whatever the fuck. You're on prep. One. The prep spectrum. Yeah, we're all on one. When I'm just hooking up with someone, um, I definitely want to make sure I'm, like, very clean, shaved, like, not a hair in sight. Um, I want to, like, make sure that I smell good with, like, perfumes. Um, I'll, like, want to shower as close to, like, me doing that as possible um, just to, like, get it as fresh. Like, I am, like, actually really psychotic about, like, my vagina and it being clean. Um
1: Oh, I th- I... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just <laughs> um yeah, I like have its own soap for it and like I don't know, it's just its own thing. Did you have um, little wipes too? yeah so the the, well the brand that makes my soap it's like it says on the bottle made by people with vaginas for people with vaginas <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like comforting yeah. um so they know like really what's going on down there and it's all kind of just like organic and stuff i like will make sure it's just like all good i'll like have like a good perfume on like i want to make sure like my underwear is cute my bra is cute like a whole fucking vibe and then once i'm hooking up with someone for maybe like two or three months. Depends on just how comfortable I am with them. Bitch my leg hair is grown out like my coochie it, it just honestly doesn't matter like at that point I, I shave so. when I want it's all up to me and it's for me it's never for the man at that point Um, I don't wear makeup at all anymore I just look like a fucking troll that is under the bridge that needs dick to come out or something <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god <laughs> it's literally me yeah um, hairier legs baggier Yeah, hodies, I honestly no just don't
0: problem. care like I I could give a fuck about my legs being hairy. I got them lasered a while ago, so they grow in slower. So I kind of forget. And then one day I'll just look at them and be like, "Mm, they 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 can use a shave. So then, yeah, by the time I'm like a few months into it or if it's like my boyfriend I don't know. I get pretty comfortable with people that I date. So, um
1: is your like prep pretty much the same for the first 10 times? I
0: would say so. Like I really care. I want to just be like You
1: want to give them the, oh my god, I want to give
0: them the fantasy. Like I want to give them like the best, sexiest, snatched version of me. After that, balls. my pussy has proved its power that it does not matter what oh, I look like, you will still god. think I'm gorgeous cuz you are hypnotized by this puss. <laughs>
1: The hairless one, in fact.
0: A few months in, I, don't, I can't guarantee it'll be hairless. Uh. <laughs> it will never be a bush, though. I am not a bush person. It gets like starts getting a little too long, and I'm like, mm, no. Yeah. Or it's like kind of gets like to that awkward stage where it almost itches.
1: Maybe like a week into it, though, it's like yeah. prick. Oh, there's a prickle portion. Oh, the so. prickle point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's no. like,
0: if you you will get like road rash
1: exactly i am saying i don't like i don't like it too short
0: also too like when you hook up with guys who like have five o'clock shadow i've literally shown you my face before being like it's like
1: sandpaper on your face literally i've
0: had my face scab and like peel because some guy has like (sighs) fucked my face actually it's happened multiple times so guys if you're gonna hook up with a girl never come with the five o'clock shadow like either Ugh. have it be grown out or like
1: it's like little needles it's literally needles literal
0: sandpaper just rubbing on someone's yeah. face Oof. it's horrible
1: let's talk about getting into physical altercation which i've actually never been in one before i proudly actually never been in in a fight. actually not never a fight but i have gotten pushed into a locker i, I almost got my very first fight in senior year because what oh we're just kidding high school that had a problem with me for the last two years in high school and he had major gay voice and i've always like looked around but like no one you no one knows you're gay. And he I literally, like, thought he was gay for the first, like, two years of high school. And then I had a conversation with him. Like, oh, but he's not gay. Does he not know he's gay? Like, I can tell Oof. you're gay. For sure. So... Anyways, I, I remember like senior year, he, I would sit by my best friends in English and he was at the table next to me and I remember like in our connections class, which is like our little like home, homeroom class, we'd go in be- half through the day before lunch. I was not in it, but my friend that was in that class said that he was at a whole table of guys and then he said, yeah, I overheard Sam in English saying that he likes to hump dogs, never have i ever thought of those words together or said those words before and my friend hears that and she sends me a snapchat message right then and there i get up from my seat right from finding it we're in different rooms at this point and i literally i'm infuriated i literally walk in there and i and i tell him in front front of everyone i was like what did you just say about dogs immediately gets defensive stands up I didn't say anything about dogs, and literally all the guys that are with him are literally, like, just, like, eye-fucking me. They're, like, they're shook that I even, like, walked up and said anything. And thank God the teacher was there, because she saw all this go down. And she literally got up and got in between us, and there was, like, another teacher in there. So th- we all, like, got brought off to the side and, like, explained each situation. And of course, they are on my side, because I know that this guy had actually picked on me a lot before, um, so I, it, it was definitely a situation where we were both standing up and like, we started to yell at each other, like in the middle of wow. the middle of the day and in in, 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 in school. So I was super close, like to getting in like a fight with like one of my bullies actually. But, um, yeah, the teachers got in between. I, it was not worth staring at a wall for the next week in, in like the, the room. So I was like, you know what? glad got it all worked out I've never gotten a fight since um, i my face is too pretty to, for my nose to be broke like <laughs> I per I mean fighting is definitely something that I, I I just don't think that it needs to be done a lot of the times of course fight for your right and fight f- to protect people in my opinion if you see a girl by herself getting you know some sketchy guys coming up and there's a problem like I don't know I think that you should fight to protect but I don't I don't know I don't think that fighting is the answer to too many of of, of anyone's problems, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you have you ever got have you ever gotten in a fight before?
0: Um, no, <clears> I've <throat> never like been in a fight, but I got jumped in college. Uh, but How? no, I've never been in a fight. Um, so. <laughs> It was my freshman year of college and, like, or actually I think it was my sophomore year. Either way, blacking out was, like, high on our priority list. <laughs> yeah. Perk Doing questionable perk. things and, like, blacking out was, yeah. like, super fun for us back then. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was, or I'm not pretty sure I was blacked out. And it was my friend's birthday. And I went to this, like, house that she was at and saw her. And I was so excited to see her and I like went and gave her a hug like we saw each other for the first time ran up to each other like went and gave her a hug next thing I know I'm like being pulled up by my shirt and being punched in the face and I'm like what the fuck is going on like next thing I know this girl got kicked out and I was like that took me out of my blackout real fucking quick. I was like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) So pretty much as I went to go hug my friend, one of my hands hit this girl's boob. And she took that as me coming at her. So and she pulled my hair out of it, like got me down, punched me and then pulled me up by my shirt and started like punching me. And she literally like ripped my hair out, like ripped my shirt, um. While she was, like, dragging me, like, I rolled my ankle, and I had already been, like, sprained before, so it kind of, like, re-sprained my ankle. Pretty much my whole life growing up, my parents always told me, never, ever touch someone, but if someone touches you first, fucking kill them. Like, literally... You, you can kill them. That's fine. Yeah,
1: that was self-defense. I get that. Yeah, yeah but they're sure. like,
0: you will never touch somebody first. So that's pretty much why I've never been in a fight. But yeah, so then at that point, like, I was fucking livid. How many times did she hit you? I mean, a few. I don't she know. Hit- oh, wow. I don't know. Like, it all happened so fast. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what was going on. And so then um, I'm like, no, I'm going to go fuck her up. Like, and all my friends are like, no. Can I, like, no. So they were like... She's literally massive. Oh, no. I was like, no, no, no. So I go outside. It's literally, I'm not even kidding. She probably was around like 250 pounds, Samoan, six foot two girl. Like, she was big. Wow. Like, big. That's bigger than me. I go outside, and I'm like, ready to fucking fight. I'm like, I don't care how big she is, like. I'm going to fuck this bitch up. She yeah, just. I would too. Actually, I was, no. I was livid. Yeah. I was fucking livid. My shirt was ruined, but I had adrenaline pumping through me, you know? So anyways, I go outside and here's this massive girl who just fucking beat me up. It was in this complex where like everyone partied in. So there's hundreds of people on the street. Yeah. They're, like I could fight 90% of the girls you put in front of me. Yeah. She was in that. 10%. Well, someone that was like your not. build,
1: I feel like you could. Handle
0: oh that. no, 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 no. Like, I actually would love to get in a fight because I actually would really fuck I, most anyone.
1: I up. could see the how it could be kind of therapeutic. Oh my god, way. no! It's I know. I know
0: for a fact, like I would like really fuck someone up. I wouldn't like do the girl fighting too, like slapping and pulling hair. No, no, I pulling would knock hair is off limits always. No, I would literally knock a fucking bitch out. Anyways, besides fact. so I was in that <sighs> mode, like I was ready to kill yeah, like I go outside and she's like you already got your ass beat you already got your ass beat and in that moment I was just like mm, we're just gonna have to go a different route with this
1: so what did you do? Obviously you didn't fight her back
0: I did fight her back but in a smarter way I oh. literally just verbally abused this girl in front of the hundreds of people in the street cause they just see her like threatening to beat me up so then everyone gets quiet and then they're like what and then I literally just go off and say like the most horrible things to this girl, like oh evil things. Like I was like, you're just so fucking ugly. Like you couldn't even hook up with a guy unless you roofied him. Like, I mean, I like went off. on this. Oh my girl. God.
1: Is she just like sitting there taking it or. Oh my I'm God. It was she like was so, so embarrassing.
0: Cause then uh, after I start talking, like everyone's like, Oh, Oh, like everyone was Ooh. on my side. And then their cab pulled up and her friends just like shoved her into the cab. and
1: they Oh left. my God. I'm glad that she didn't <laughs> yeah. get like even, like even angry at, angrier at that oh there was like
0: so much room maybe like we were screaming probably like 30 feet to each other okay she was like down the street like you had room to run in case yeah no like i and like all my guy friends because we were at my guy friend's house who had kicked her out were all surrounding me and then there's literally just hundreds of random people in the street like because people are like partying in the street Uh so like when i came out i was just like so mean to her i don't even know all the things i said i like blacked out but i just like was going off on her and literally everyone was like oh so i feel like i won in the end i won yeah for sure I only like you got, five you got the last people word. saw me get beat up but then like literally hundreds of people saw her get like verbally abused
1: oh damn yeah but you got the juba. last word i'm sure it yeah. was always really important in a fight. yeah
0: like. but no i've literally always kind of wanted to get into a fight yeah my sister and i would like Gnarly fight When we grew up right? oh, I And to, like, we did karate So we were like I Strong I did karate too Oh yeah I
1: did I got up to a, I'm not sure if it's like Even a legit belt But a purple belt I got oh, up nice. to a purple belt <laughs> It was like Not even halfway through <laughs> I think I got
0: to a red belt
1: Red or green It's pretty high now remember. Yeah I think it's different Per program Yeah
0: once I got in middle school I was like mm, This isn't cool anymore But
1: yeah, I definitely didn't go past the middle school. No, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't do it in as soon it's as I got of, to middle school. It'd it like be Emma. kind of embarrassing. Yeah, no, but, I mean, no. no, but
0: if you do karate in middle school now, like, yeah, you're killing it. No, I think karate self is like, really
1: cute. Like, I kind of want to do it again, just like self-defense. So like, self-defense so yeah, you I, I want to say I'm so happy we came back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: from our one week gone I miss you it does feel like we've been gone for a while no because a lot
1: well we we filmed over two weeks ago yeah yeah
0: it was a lot of fun updates so (laughs) I hope that you guys were able to get a better insight on what Sam and I do Yeah, uh, because our jobs are not normal people jobs
1: yeah and also our hookups are not normal either so either way I hope you learned you know professional or personal you got some pointers along the way All right, we love you guys so much thank you as always for listening to another episode of Inner Thoughts, and we will see you
0: next time. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much. much. We love you. Make sure to give us a good review, tell your fucking friends about us, and spread the thoughty word. Thanks for oh, hanging no. out with us. As always, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Inner Thoughts. You can find us on all social media platforms at
0: Inner Thoughtcast. You can find me at Samuel Ray. Make sure you follow me at Kenna.Reef. Thanks, thoughties. We will see you next time. Three, two, Two, one, and...